Join me right now on Kumite TV is undefeated featherweight smasher, Stephen Wynn. What's going on, Stephen? What's up, man? How are you guys doing? Good, 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 man. Uh, I saw that uh, not too long ago you got your college degree from Wichita, Wichita State University. You know, how difficult was it, you know, balancing school and a fight career? Man, you know, um, my whole life I've been going to school. I, I knew I was never going to just drop out and just 100% pursue fighting because, you know, I come from a traditional Asian background, you know, like I, I always have to have a plan B, you know, I, I, I stuck with school and honestly it's paid off. Now I have a degree and now I'm in a position to fight professionally, um, hopefully forever and for the UFC coming up here for my next fight. So it all worked out and uh, I think it was just a smart game plan to stay with school. But it was hard, man, you know, just trying to balance school and training and work on top of that, you know. Um, but everything still revolved around MMA. I, I was able to schedule everything, work in school around it, and it all worked out. So I'm happy that uh, I'm happy that it's here. Was that a degree kind of like your golden ticket? You know, you know, because, you know, Asian families, it's not stereotypically they're not going to support, you know, a fight career. Right. But did, did oh. they get some relief from, you know, after you got your degree? In the very be- in the very beginning, man, my parents were not supportive at all. My dad's actually a pharmacist, and you know he's kind of in the medical field, so he's like, you know, if you ever hurt your arm or hurt your arm, don't don't come to me. I mean, now, you know, not just with the degree, but they've seen just how much hard work I put into the sport, and you know, I'm successful in the sport so far, and uh, they see that it's just not um, like human cockfighting. You know, they see that it's like uh, there's a lot of hard work behind it. Plus, I was balancing school with it. Yeah, they're very happy that I got a degree. That's for sure. But uh, now they're like my biggest fans, man. So um, I'm blessed. Definitely, man. Uh, now, how different is it for you now that you get to focus all your time into training and into your career as a fighter? Uh, you know, this is this is everything I wanted. You know, this is my dream. I'm living, eating, sleeping, training. That's all I'm doing. I don't I don't I don't have a job right now. Uh, I moved away from home. I'm in Dallas, Texas right now, training at Fortis MMA. And I'm dedicating 150% of my time into training, dieting, everything. My, my whole life right now is revolved around this upcoming fight, which is the biggest fight of my life. So um, I'm excited that I get to train like a professional fighter for the first time. It's almost like it's perfect timing, you know, this contender series opportunity. Like you get your degree over with. Now you get to put 150%, like you said, into your, your training. Um, how, how good do you feel, man? How, you know, how ready are you? Man, I just, I've been putting in extra hours, man, like even after training. Like I said, now that I don't have any other distractions or anything else holding me back, I am putting 150% of my time into it. I mean, mentally, physically, um, everything, man. Um, and I feel I feel better than I ever had before. And like you said, this is the perfect time, and this is the, be the perfect time for me to shine and the perfect time for me to get signed for the UFC. And the whole world will see it July 30th. Um, let's go um, back to your last fight, you know. Most likely the fight that kind of got you this opportunity. You won the EFC featherweight title a few months back. It was a grueling fight. You know, you went to the championship rounds. How far yeah. did you have to dig to get that finish? Man, well, the guy that I fought, he was tough, jiu-jitsu black belt. I, I hit him with so many shots. I hit him with knees, elbows, punches, and he, he, he was still there. He was definitely one of my most game, most game opponents. And... uh in that fourth round, I think I got a second win, man. I think I got a second win, and I was able to knock him out in the, late in the fourth round. You know, um, it showed a lot of it showed a lot to myself, and it showed a lot that uh, I can hang in there and uh, pull out a win if I have to. And uh, 
you know, even since that fight, I've improved double. So I'm excited to get into this this fight and show you guys even more. All right, you're taking on a long cruise. You know, what are your thoughts on him and his uh, skill set? You know, at first I didn't know who he was. Uh, he's a very tough opponent, though. Um, good grappler. I think he's a jiu-jitsu brown belt, long, six-foot guy, um, southpaw. I've been training, you know, I've been training exactly for this fight, everything that I need. Um, he's a tough opponent, man, and I, I feel like he's going to try to take me to the ground. But, you know, what am I going to do? I'm just going to step his takedown, stay in his face, and beat him up and uh, win this fight. I mean, it's as simple as that. A lot of people ask me, what are you going to do? You know, this guy's this, that. You know, I'm just going to – whatever he does, I'm just going to – and eliminate his attacks and attack him with what I got. It's as simple as that, man. And uh, at the end of the day, I don't see Elon Cruz, you know, as a personality, as a person. I just see him as just another person across the cage from me that I need to destroy. And um, that's it. He's taller than you, you know. And I'm pretty sure the guys that you fought in the past have all been smaller than you. You know, is it is it kind of a challenge? Do you look at it as a challenge to fight somebody taller? Oh man, he's uh he's definitely gonna be taller than me. I mean, I'm five eleven and he's six foot, so it's not gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be substantial, but he's definitely taller than me and my tallest opponent. I'm not used to fighting guys at featherweight that are six foot. You know, they're normally guys at featherweight are five six five seven. But that's okay. That's another challenge for me, and uh, that's why I'm here, man. I'm I'm here to step up to the challenge. I knew when I took the fight for the contender series, it doesn't matter who it was gonna be. You already know it was gonna be a tough fight. I, I like this challenge, and I think I have the skill set to beat him. So when the time comes, you guys will see. You're working at Forest MMA. You mentioned that earlier. You know, How did you hook up with that major MMA camp? Man, uh, Fortis MMA is one of the best gyms in the world. I think they're like uh, second right now in camp standings for most wins, and we have a lot of guys that go through the contender series and win. The coach, Seth, there, he knows exactly what it, the mentality, the training, everything that it takes to be a winner. And um, basically – one of my teammates, uh, Miles, he's from my hometown, uh, Kansas. I'm from Kansas. Uh, and he started training out there. He actually just got a UFC contract. Um, and he invited me out here to train. And I connected with the team. I connected with the coach. And I love the city. And everything worked out. So I got, to, uh, I got this amazing chance to train with this team. You know, diet is a big part of MMA training, training camp. Asian food is delicious. Vietnamese food is phenomenal, you know, but not ideal for fighting. Is the not struggle real for you? Bro, I'm telling you right now, like, during the day, what I do, because I, I eat my meal preps during the day, what I do is I, I go on YouTube and I watch people eat. It's it's a crazy thing. Like, I watch, like, food blogs. Like, people go to Vietnam and China to the Asian markets and the night markets, and they just, like, do food reviews. It's, uh, it's oddly satisfying. Even though I'm not eating it, like, I watch it. And like it's oddly satisfying, man. It's it's a hard thing. Um, fighting is not all just about you know going there fighting whatever. It's so it's so much hard work and dedication. You got to die, you have to make weight. People, some people don't understand that, you know. And um, it's hard, man. But with this opportunity that I know coming up, it's easy because this is my time to shine. And like I said, I've been I've been training my whole life for this moment, and uh, I'm just ready to go. You go to Vegas, you know, you smash your opponent, you get that contract, you're in the UFC. What separates you from all the other featherweights on the roster? You know, I'm I'm just going to – I'm mean, man. I'm, I'm the ninja. You know, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to be explosive. I'm going to engaging. I'm always looking to finish. You know, I'm going to represent my Vietnamese people out there. And uh, I'm going to go out there and smash my opponents. I'm a finisher. Um, I finished most of my fights. 
And I plan on doing that July 30th, and I plan on continuing to do that for the rest of my career. So uh, people who watch me fight don't blink because I'm going out there to finish the fight, period. As a, you know, an Asian fighter, you know, you're going against the grain, you know, pursuing a career in this, you know, this sport called MMA. Do you think that, you know, the media, you know, is it kind of like, do you have a responsibility to go out there, you know, as yourself, as a young guy coming up in the sport to represent Asian men, you know, because it seems like Asian men are misrepresented in the media a lot. Yeah, you know, like I, I definitely want, especially for my Vietnamese people, I want them to have somebody to look up to. You know, I want them to have a role model to to see somebody, especially like an athlete. You know, I was talking to some some guys here, uh, some Vietnamese influence here. Like, what what do we have to look up to right now? You know, and uh, I want to be that guy. I want to be that. I want to be that guy that I can represent and people look up to children, everybody that can be proud of, you know, and I'm going to go out there and I do have a responsibility and priority to represent my nation and represent my people when I step out there, you know? Um, so yeah, I'm excited that I have the opportunity in that platform to represent my people and I'm going to go out there and do it to my fullest ability. All right, man. It all starts July 30th, Dana White's contender sure. series, Las Vegas, Steven, man, I appreciate the time and, uh, you know, good luck on your future, man. Hey, thank you so much for having me on the show, man.